Well, I suppose this is carnage then. So, th my name's Chris. I talk too much about cars, care too much about cars, they rule my life. And, uh, and sat next to me, suitably socially distanced, I must add, is Mark. Um, yes, yeah, so like Chris said, I'm Mark. I am, I'm still in, very much into cars. I wouldn't describe myself as the, the out and out petrol head that Chris is. Um, and you might think that that would bring a voice of reason to the table, someone with a bit more normal experience of cars, but I, I can't promise that's going to be the case. Yeah, I wouldn't say normal is a, is, a bad, <laughs> yeah, is a bad example. So we'll come on to your disgust of all things SUV and absolute love of, of estate cars shortly, I'm sure. So <laughs> Mark's by far the more prepared individual than me on this front. So in front of us is a rough template. This is very like, this is our, this is a pilot. We'll call it a pilot. Makes yes. it sound like we know what we're doing. So this is a pilot episode. And we've got a rough template for what I want to talk about, but I'm pretty sure it's just going to descend into either you'll, you'll headbutt me at some point because I'll say something about an SUV. Or it could be all right. It might be all right. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I think um, that's why we've gone... We could have just talked about what cars we like, what are our favourite cars and stuff for our pilot episode. But we've decided to go with a slightly different theme. What's our least favourite cars? Oof. So, I mean, I don't know if we just dive straight in. That's a big question. That is a big question to start with, though. What's your least, like, just go straight in with that. Should, right, okay. Least favourite car. You start up because you have the hatred. I, right, right. Give an example. We'll give everyone an example. I accidentally pointed out a Touareg or Touareg or Touareg. I'd say Touareg. Touareg in the car park uh, in, the, in the, the other day, and you lost it. You absolutely, you you lost it. I thought no, you were going to nut me. No, 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 I was like, yeah, no, it's, it wouldn't be my choice, but it's a car that some people would choose, and, it, and that's fine. That's Yeah, well, all right, well, you, you, you start then, go on. It's not my least favourite car, though. Right, okay. I'll, I'll start with what certainly used to be my least favourite car, and okay. it, it's not an SUV. Okay. It's the BMW 116D. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. The reason for that <laughs> is, I mean, there's always a car in front of you that thinks you have to drive 35 everywhere. But the thing is with the 116D is people have bought it on what I've got to BMW. They'll always try and overtake you. They're like You've just upset so many people. But I say so many people, I'm assuming 10,000 people listen to obviously. this now. When we're famous and people listen back to this, you've upset every lad who works at an accountancy firm who got onto the company car ladder now. You've just upset him. Well Fine, done. but the thing is, it's not a bad car. Nothing wrong with it. It's, it's economical, probably drives quite nice. Most people get crap spec ones, so mm. it's probably not that great inside. But... But the point is that it should be fine, but everyone drives around thinking they've made it and they've got a quick BMW and stuff, and, and they just haven't. Yeah, that's true. So is it, is it, is I suppose, what they give off that rather than being, it's not a bad car, so it's more than just not about being a bad car, it's the vibe it gives off and yeah, people yeah. drive it. Right, I get you. On that it's basis, similar I'm, Honda Jazz, just gets in the way. Yeah, on that basis then, I'd say lay on. Anything, any, I say I'll lay on. Any, anyone who gets a lay on for some reason thinks the Michael Schumacher well, I don't know why I've chosen a reference from the late 90s for a racing driver, but they are convinced that they are the fastest driver on the road. And I drive a reasonable... The car I drive has oomph, reasonable <laughs> amount of oomph in it. Um, but a, a Leon driver would appear to think they're faster. So I'd say, at the minute, off the top of my head, it's a Leon. But moving on to actual crap cars, like terrible cars, that's a trickier one. That's a, I think that's a much harder one. Um, is it? I mean, there's so many. I mean, it's like X4, BMW X4. Yeah, I've got that on the list. GLC Coupe. GLC, yeah. They are terrible things. Vauxhall Mocha. Oh, Christ. I yeah. mean, what's that for? When we went to Scotland last year, 
I think there's obviously maybe one dealership in the Highlands that only sells Vauxhall Mockers because everyone had them. And I thought, oh, well, maybe as a cheap you know, SUV, live in the Highlands, you need four wheel drive yeah. and stuff like that. Nope, hardly any of them are four wheel drive. I think you can only get that on the, the very top trim one. Maybe to balance this out because I'm conscious that we're just going to upset everyone if we carry on in this okay. vein. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we started on what was the worst car that we ever owned or what's the worst car you've ever owned and then we can branch out and maybe the, then, then we're seen as more even keeled then. We're not seen as, as, as unhinged as yeah. we actually are. Easy, but do you want to go first? Worst car I've ever owned. Right, well, it's actually a brilliant car. So it's a Renault, Renault Clio 200 Cup. So for the absolute nerds out there, you'll be going, oh, oh, fantastic, you got the right one, it's brilliant, it's made of fucking cheese. Honestly, left it parked on the driveway for two weeks, came back and the top mount had exploded. D not done anything, not driven over anything, not been anywhere, it just exploded. That's just an example. So it spent 90% of its life in a garage getting fixed at extortionate prices. Considering everything was made of bloody cheese, it cost enough. It was absolutely eye-wateringly expensive to keep that thing going for what it was. So... On balance, it's probably the best car I've ever owned and also the worst car I've ever owned. Worst as in worst car. I don't know. You'd probably say that SX Foriad was the worst car I've ever yeah, owned. Yeah, it goes without saying. Yeah. 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 And, and not necessarily, again, because it's a bad car, but because I thought Chris's soul was dying. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying how great it was, and I was like, what? what? What's happened to you? Yeah. Anyway, completely unplanned, my worst car, also a Clio. Is it? Yeah, it was a 1997 1.2 Clio RL Paris, whatever that means. Race it, r racing line? Really lame. Really, really loud. I don't know. Uh, it was not loud. <laughs> is it not? I mean, if anything, that was a good feature. You wouldn't expect <laughs> it to be loud, so it was it was calm to drive. But no, it wasn't calm. So at a speed over, just the needle wobbled a lot, so you were doing anywhere between say 25 and 33 so you're like that'll do that's plausible deniability if you get pulled over yeah like that. winner um it's i don't know if the understeer was a feature a safety feature, <laughs> a safety feature. <laughs> well, I, my brother borrowed it for a couple of weeks i think maybe i was at uni didn't have my car and he's a broken or something like that and i just got a message from him saying like does it usually understeer when you go around a roundabout and i was like well if you go anything above slow yes understeers in a straight line pretty much yeah and i mean well, it had a bit of plastic trim that kept falling off the side. Eventually, a garage just put some, like, I don't know, hyper glue on it. Which <laughs> I presume is one above super glue. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, was there anything? Good? I'll tell you what, it was quite good when it was snowy. Thin tyres, no wheel. torque. Yeah. I don't think it had power steering. Yeah, that's exciting. I did it have. I don't think it had ABS. Did it have ABS? No, no, I locked up on a rabbit, smeared a rabbit. <laughs> 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 that's definitely one but yeah oh christ i think you've actually told me that story before and i can imagine yeah, the yeah. exact feeling without abs of just hitting something mushy it was the noise <laughs> it was more like a i'm not going to try and recreate the noise like a velociraptor in jurassic park sort of like that very loud but talking about wheels and tires i had a strange experience an old land Rover that we had i got overtaken by my own wheel that was quite exciting <laughs> we'd been off-roading at, at, at i was i was about to say we went off-roading then in a, a, a completely licensed facility where you do off-roading and we all wore helmets and everyone had high-vis on and it was all very well organised. Are there any other kinds? No, basically you went out a crash in a field. Mm. Um, but anyway, so been crashing in a field for, for the morning um, and then went to drive out onto the uh, to the, the public highway and was abruptly overtaken by my rear rear tyre yeah. screaming past me, going faster than I'd ever bloody gone in that car, <laughs> I must add. I uh, suppose in fairness to both Cleos then, wheels stayed on. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. My, oh, did mine stay on on my Clio? I'm trying to think. What, no, the bearing went. 
bearing went on my Clio, right. so technically the wheel was about to come off on that. So maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe it's a driving style thing, detaching wheels from cars. I d- I th- I'm sure people have had worse luck than someone doing off-roading, losing a wheel, and a wheel bearing wearing out. I don't yeah. think it's like... Yeah, they're clearly knackering wheels. Yeah, good point. So we've done our bit now. We've talked about our worst cars. Is there anything else that heinous? I'm sure we're going to come back to cars oh, we hate. That's good. For, for disclosure, for again the ten thousand people listening to this, is that the reason we've started this podcast is we spend far too much time talking about cars and how much we hate cars and how much not hate cars. That's wrong. How much we hate certain cars, the way they're driven, the way people drive. Mm. Fog lights. I just remembered fog lights. We'll circle back to that one. Oh, we'll circle back uh, to that one. <laughs> so, for disclosure, this is to empty the shite that's in our heads out into a, a, a proper forum. So, I'm, I suppose the next thing keeps the structure. What else is on your list, Mark? My list of, of cars that I hate or, or our next... Oh, do cars you hate upset some oh, no, people? I mean... Upset some people. Go on. Any hot version of an SUV. I mean, any SUV. But like anything, I mean, the T Rock R is a good yeah. example. Yeah, that is terrible. It is that that is an example of that's. It explains so much of why twenty everything between twenty sixteen and twenty twenty, the way that the world's gone to the absolute wall, can be explained by the fact that a Ford Puma ST exists. Yes, exactly, and especially because the Ford Puma is not an SUV. Yeah. It's a cool looking car from the nineties. Yeah. 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 Oh, the racing Puma. That was sick. That was yeah, an amazing exactly. thing that was. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a bit slow stock, but it? it doesn't matter. I think it's 150 horsepower. Was it? But that might have been too bad at the time. Yeah, and it looked cool. And now the, the Puma does not. <laughs> Puma. <laughs> the Puma. It does not look cool. It's, yeah. it's just... And I mean, not. I don't think we're going to debate electric cars, at least not in this episode, but that Mustang... Oh, the Mac E or whatever they've called it. Mache. Mache. I think it's the Mustang Mache. The, the point is, is there's nothing wrong with them, them Ford choosing to bring out a quick electric vehicle. I mean, is yeah, is that even? Le- it's not a Mustang. Yeah, I think it's it's just marketing, isn't it? Though, but it explains so much that how quickly. It can, but we're coming at this from the angle of being petrol heads, though. So we've got always got to remember that that we're not. It upsets us because we care about cars. But for most people out there, they'll have heard the word Mustang. They'll know somewhere in their subconscious that it means a cool car somewhere along the line because they've heard about it in a film somewhere at some point. So that's how they've... So we, we get it. As petrolheads, we get it. We understand that cars aren't made for us. Every now and again, Porsche will make a car that keeps us happy. But this is that's what annoys me so much. Right. That makes sense. That it's, it's like, it doesn't matter if the car's good or bad. It's just unacceptable. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, like there's people fair. that are going to be, oh, that new Mustang like looks amazing. They're like, what are you even on about? Why? Yeah. Like they could do an electric Mustang. I'm sure some people would probably, vomit probably at will. the thought. They of probably that. will do. But an ordinary Mustang with an electric engine is surely just an evolution of what. And you go, still a Mustang. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it maybe loses a bit of its soul by not having a V8 in it, but it's still a Mustang. Whereas this is just. I so don't know, do you, it's probably a Ford Cougar with an electric engine in it and different body panels. So if an SUV met the purpose of what it was meant to do, a sports utility vehicle, would you be alright with it? Or does the, the whole principle of an SUV, does that upset you? I think the trouble is, is what an SUV should be is, you know, if someone sort of sometimes goes off-road, sometimes mm. does a bit of that, chucks stuff in the back, great. Then yeah, but that's not, the word SUV doesn't mean that anymore. What mm. it means, apparently, is family car, which is just... <laughs> inexplicable we've jacked it up by an inch the door's a bit bigger this is 10 grand more yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think to be honest, most people listening to this, again, in the tens of thousands, will yeah, they'll, they'll agree with us already. So I think what we should probably do is treat it as a, as a forum for us to just vent how much we hate them. Yeah, because it's, it's it, I had a friend said to me once, it's like people are going into showrooms and being tricked. I think they are. They, they're going, you can have this car, let's say, let's say an Audi A3, they have yeah. this car, medium sort of size hatchback, yeah. it's got all these features, it costs this much. Or yeah. you can buy the Q3. <laughs> now it's about 30 or 40% more. Much safer, way safer because you're an inch higher up off the road. Yeah, but it, but if, we're, if we're talking what it actually is, it's a bit more expensive, mm. it's not as safe, not as good to drive, Slower. not as economical, yeah. yeah, it's not as quick. Um, it probably doesn't have any more space inside. And yeah. the other one is some people, there's a guy I know called Mark, this is the dealer speaking, right. there's yeah. a guy I know called Mark who think he look like a total burke in it. Yeah, yeah. And and that's it. You yeah. go, oh, but it's got four-wheel drive. When do you need four-wheel drive? <laughs> oh, it's new once a year, I guess it went to tires. This is, where we, this is where we'll have to die. Four-wheel drive, it, unless you're on a racetrack, four-wheel drive is almost always the right answer. Oh, I would like a four-wheel drive car as well. Okay. I'm right. not saying that four-wheel drive is a bad idea. Yeah. It, make, it makes a lot of sense. But it's people claiming that, well, I need this type of vehicle because I need four-wheel drive. You get yeah. so many vehicles with four-wheel drive these days. Yeah. Most of the ones, most of the SUVs are not four-wheel drive anyway. Do you reckon there's going to be anything less for, left for us to choose from in 10 years, though, that isn't an SUV? In well, some way, I hope so. I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, mean, I reckon it's all going to look like Ford electric Ford Puma is what everyone will drive, and it'll just be the end. Because the concern is, is I could go, fine, I'm going to use it to go off-road. Yeah. I'll take it off round and fall to bits because they're not actually designed to go off road. Yeah. Like Renault put that dial that you can oh, change the settings control or something. Thing. Yeah, I yeah. mean, okay, maybe it, it does a little bit, but the way people drive, that's not going to help them out if it gets snowy. No, no, and the fact that they're a hundred years old most yeah. of the time. Although I've said that about getting people tricked in car showrooms, I completely agree. But there's another end of the spectrum, and I'm not sure if we've touched this before. Sometimes when you rock up to a set of lights. And you look to your left and you hear this absolute burble arrive next to you and there's some old I have to be careful not to be offensive again, old fart next to you. <laughs> top, <laughs> you just, just did it anyway. Some top spec golf R has rocked up next to you and you know that they've gone into the dealership and they've gone, I've got this much money to buy golf and the 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 show showman? Not a showman. What's it called? Salesman. <laughs> Salesman. Salesperson. So, sorry, salesperson has said, they've rubbed their hands together and they've been like, this is the best day of my life. This is the best day of my life. Because yeah, I mean, so. it's like the car I'm driving around in had clearly had never been taken above like 2,000 RPM and had been sold with 2,000 miles on it after a year. And it shouldn't have been. It should have been ragged to, to death by that point. And it was clearly someone got tricked into buying it. And maybe that's another avenue. Coming back to that Clio I had when I first got it, not brand new, I should state, um, <laughs> it wouldn't go into fifth gear because I think the old lady, well, no, it was an old lady who had it before. Yeah. I don't think she ever went quick enough to go into fifth gear. Ferraris are like that, though. It's basically the same as a 288 GTO, that. It's yeah, same. it's a different colour, though. It's green. Oh, okay. So, right. Okay. But, was, yeah, so... I was going to say, you definitely didn't accidentally buy a 288 GTO, though. I'll check back through the pictures. <laughs> I don't think so. Right, okay. Um, but, yeah, basically, it just took a lot of effort to get it into fifth, and it eventually loosened up. But yeah. There must be a joke in there about fifth gear being shit as well. There's something in there from fifth gear back in the day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to upset Tick Nadell. Yeah, he's he's a nice bloke, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he knows his shit. He does know his shit. And he's a good driver as well. Yeah. Very good driver. He taught, he taught us a brilliant... So he did the most dangerous TV segment I've ever seen with regards to cars. He revealed the secret that a few of us knew about, which is that you can put duct tape over the button on your handbrake and you get a fly-off handbrake. 
Like, yeah. and it came out at around a time I was very, very impressionable around cars. <laughs> I mean, sorry, mum and dad, but like that was the worst thing he could have done. And also, everyone listening to this now, don't go and put duct tape on the button on your handbrake so that you can act like Colin McRae on the way home. Mm. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Although if you are in a shit SUV, that'll probably break it. Somehow. It won't have a handbrake. It'll have a button. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. But even I can just imagine like you do that and the axle just comes away from the car or something. <laughs> no, it wouldn't some be plastic like... fake protective paneling comes flying off with it. Nah, a warning would come up on the dash. This is in contravention of EU code three six one. You're having fun. Stop. <laughs> quite possibly. Yeah. Should we move on to something else? Anyway, yeah, we've so been for quite a long time. Next now. on the list. Pointless features on cars. Pointless features on cars. Again, right, I've got loads. Go on, you start and I'll uh, I'll start. Let's start with one that I think is not pointless, but I'm not yeah. a big fan oh, of it. Oh, I've thought of one. Thought Do you want to dive in? You got, it might be the same as you. Yeah, I don't think it'll be the same. I think okay. you'll disagree with me on this one. Right. Keyless start. Now, my issue with keyless start is I, I quite like the idea of pressing a button to go. Yeah. I think that's cool. I, I mean, why are we using like a metal mechanical key? That doesn't quite make sense anymore. But... Yeah. You still don't have the key on your stuff. And, and yeah. for example, I keep my car keys in my back pocket for walking around, so yeah. I can't sit on them in the car. Yeah. So I've got to put them somewhere. I've got to get them out of my pocket. What I would really like is a kind of digital fob that inserts into something in the car or something, and then you press the button. C4, to it's the new C4. I've got that. Well, I'm going to have to get that car. Yeah, the C4, what's it called? Get what, Intergal- Intergal- no, it's called like a C4 Intergalactic Space Rider or something like that. Not familiar with C- this car. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> C4 space 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 invaders. That's the one. That one has exactly that. It's a, a thing you put in the dash. I think that sounds like a much better idea. Just key start. It's I, not really adding anything. I'm at two ends of a spectrum on that one because the Clio. Coming back to the bloody Clio again. I have owned more than one car. I promise. Um, is that had keyless start and it was brilliant. I really liked. It was like a credit card. So it, was, it yeah, took so up. It was brilliant sense. and it just didn't take up any room and it was great. The car I've got now, I'm very conscious that 99% of them get nicked because they're specced with keyless start. Yeah. And someone turns up outside your house with a laptop and an aerial, presses Control Alt Delete, and they now own your car and everything in it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm sure it's more complicated than that, but. Yeah. So I think keyless start. It maybe it's not pointless, but I think it could be refined to just something a bit better than it seems a bit gimmicky. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely gimmicky for most people, especially the amount they charge for it as well. Most manufacturers, yeah, they charge yeah. for it. It's extortionate. They've obviously got the technology there, and it's obviously most of the time built into the car already. It's case. probably just turning it on, isn't it? Yeah. In, somewhere in the software. But yeah, no, that's fair. Can I go on my one now? Yeah, yeah. It makes me really, really... Up. Can we, are we swearing in this? Have I sworn already? Well, I'll say effing. This really effing winds me up, this one. <laughs> it's fake exhaust tips. Oh, that's a good one. I've got a similar one, but yeah. Fake exhaust tips. They drive me mad. And the worst one is when you actually see the curled, when it's like a, a 115 brake diesel or something like that, when you see the curly, droopy little exhaust pipe below <laughs> you it. You see it through. It's yeah. not even aimed through that it, fake. Yeah. Dirt, yeah. Oh, it drives me absolutely potty that. It's like, what? No, who are you, who are you trying to impress? Because the people that care about seeing massive exhaust in the back of the car, actually, where am I going with this? Who are you trying to impress? That's what I'm trying to say. Who are you trying to impress? I'm so upset I forgot what I was going to bloody say. Yeah, but no, I get what you mean. I think it can be done neatly if the exhaust actually connects to it yeah. and then there's like a shaped... Like thing. the RS stuff, like the Audi RS stuff. Yeah, thing. yeah, but like, um, yeah, there's so many we could we could come up with where literally it's like a plastic, sometimes, maybe it's metal, because mm. of the heat, I don't know, but there's like a square that's four inches deep, then there's a gap and you can see the actual exhaust part behind it. Yeah, that, that winds up. I don't know who they're trying to impress. That's yeah. that's that confused muddy ground between where a car designer has been desperate for the car to have dual, dual exhaust on the back of it and some finance department or social marketing team somewhere have said, 
actually it'd be better if we did it. Well, I suppose that's the thing. You've got the fake like aperture where the exhaust comes out that isn't necessary, and then you've got literally what, what looks like an exhaust but is not yeah. an exhaust. And then yeah. people don't know how to clean their cars properly. We won't get into that now. <laughs> but you'll have a dirty exhaust with a black stain on the bumper and a spotless one. You go, yeah. oh, oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, that's that's me. I think that's, that's the only one that comes straight to the top of my head. Right, okay, I've got more then. Here we go. So, fake grills and vents. But, yeah. You know, you've got that plastic yeah. honeycomb that's filled in. Yeah. That designer car better. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's nonsense. I mean, have you seen the Civic? The back end of the car might as well just be plastic honeycomb. We, well, yeah, oh, I'm trying to think. There's loads of. Like, I noticed the other day for the first time, a Range Rover pulled up next to me in the car park. The gills on the side of it aren't even a depression. They're actually oh, stuck they're just, on. They're yeah. stuck on and they stick out from the car. Yeah. It's like, I mean, come on, like, try harder. Yeah, they've already got a Range Rover. I think they're trying as hard as they can. SVR's cool though, isn't it? Range yeah, Rover's I love it. Fucking love it. Yeah. Great car. It's really good. It's, it's basically taking a really great car and just making it exactly how I want it. Yeah, I'd have one of them. Yeah, cool. Um, the new uh, BMW 4 Series, you said you saw one earlier. Ooh. Is is that whole Ooh. grill? is it actually grill? Or does that fall into this category? I don't know. I was being sick so much. I couldn't I couldn't stop in between. Her. I was throwing up, coming back up. And see, actually what struck me was how bored I was by it. Mm. I thought because I saw the M3 and the M4 pictures, I thought I was going to be absolutely disgusted by it. It's just indifferent because it looks crap with a reg on it. I think yeah, it splits it, doesn't it? Yeah. So having them torn versus it misses, it misses yeah. the point. So unless some people are going to start offsetting the edges to the left or the right, mm. I don't really know. I imagine there's, it'll have radar in it and also radar. The cars have radar, or is that yeah. just fighter jets? No, my, my, both of our cars has a radar. Is that what it runs off radar? That, well, I think it uses radar. That's technology. mad. I ah, oh, I don't know what I thought it was, but that's incredible. Uh, yeah, don't know. Basically, a fighter plane. Um, anyway. So yeah, I'll have all sorts in it and they'll have worked out the minimum amount of an opening that they need, which is actually fairly decent because there's it it all that stuff like even the last generation Focus had the flaps that could open and deploy to reduce drag yeah, and things yeah. like that. So it makes sense. Yeah, I think but, Marco does that. But that, that's fine, but it's like, if it's never open, yeah. it's just a pointless bit of trim when you could put something else there. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Again, yeah. again I agree with you. I'll try and disagree with you on something. All right, green driving data, you get that on the cars. Like, you're, you're presented with some scientific graph and a leaf with a dot that moves. Like, my girlfriend's kind of thing where it told you, like, plus however many miles, didn't explain what that actually meant. Yeah. And I think I think we'd driven about 100 miles and said plus one. And I was like, because I'm in green mode, because I've been driving a kilometer. That's points, plus, to, it's points to Gryffindor, I think. Well, it said miles. Right. So oh, sorry. Miles to sorry, sorry. But I was like, so over 100 miles, I've gained one mile. Yeah. So it's one percent better, but better than what I don't know because I didn't drive any different. It was just angry. So don't know. How that I've works. got I've got one of mine, and it gives me just a score out of a hundred, but doesn't yeah, say yeah, yeah. doesn't say why or what no. what the context is. And sometimes I can go absolutely flat out obeying the speed limit. I can go nail it all the way home, and I'll get a well done text. <laughs> it'll, it'll message me and say, well done, you, I thought, you are, you are sorely mistaken. Yeah, and, and well, no, I, I agree, because sometimes, I, like, on the commute, I tend to get very high score, because you just, yeah. well, it's only short for me. But if I go on the motorway, and it should be nice and economical, I'm, I'm in, like, 70s or 80s. Yeah. Like, well, I can't do this any different unless I drive at 50. So. Yeah. So, yeah, that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> right, next one, chrome anything. I hate chrome on cars. Ooh, oh. So many different finishes you can have. Does it cost more to Do you make mean modern chrome? car? Do you mean modern car? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, back in like the 50s, I mean, oh, we can chrome this, and everyone would have been like, whoa, that looks incredible. Yeah, and it won't rust. Yeah, like exactly, yeah. yeah. Now we've got plastic bits covered in chrome. It's like, no, American black. Yeah. Or even like brushed aluminium. Any colour. Yeah. It costs the same to paint them. Yeah, but sh I think shiny probably still sells. It's like, yeah, I bet shiny sells. Why does every sells. car need to have chrome bits on it? I don't 
I think it's probably to do with like tricking you. There'll be something deep in it. Gloss black. Yeah. Or matte black. Or or to be honest, maybe even parts could be body coloured for example. But even looking out the car park now, I can see cars out there now that would have no shape and or the shape that the designer had tried to achieve with it wouldn't work unless the outline of the window was done in some... some yeah, so I, I can see, see what you mean. I can see why they... Did, but I know exactly what you mean. So it gets to the point where why roof rails? Why are the roof rails now chrome? Yeah. So why, I, like yeah. there's just bits... That, or why is there like a huge section of the grill that's in chrome? Because it's not even metal. Yeah, yeah. So pointless. Yeah. Make it look better. Do we, do we need to like stop and breathe to stop having ourselves having an aneurysm or do we just go nah, flat no, out? Just, no, right, okay. I could go on all day. Okay. Uh, right, I've got one more on my list. And this is a big one, and it will come back to something we mentioned earlier. Okay. Side lights. So you hate side what lights. What are the side lights for? <laughs> what do you? <laughs> what <laughs> are they for? <laughs> what are they for? Read the highway code. <laughs> I looked this up in preparation. It says you can drive with your side lights on in a street lit area at night. <laughs> no one does that. What you actually get for is heavy rain or fog, and if we're lucky enough that someone's thought of turning on the lights, oh, but I put my side lights on. No, I mean, like... maybe less so on newer cars with LED lights. They're not quite so bad. But you've got like older cars with halogen headlights, and you put on. It's essentially a candle. <laughs> There's a candle at the front of the car. No one can see those lights. Surely the purpose of right. them is what's to make a, the what's car a runway visible. light for? What's the point of runway lights? Planes can see them. <laughs> you can you can barely tell side lights are on. Their, their sole purpose is to make the car visible. Yeah. That's what they're there for, and they don't achieve that. I, they fail to do that. I don't know. I and not to do. mention, you're never supposed to use them for driving in any situations, apparently, yeah. other than at night in a street lit area. So you, they're, they're a parking light, or they're apparently for that. Parking light? I yeah. thought parking light was the thing that you put your indicator on. That, your is, indicator that is a parking light, but there's certain situations that I, uh, they'd have to bring up the highway code in front of me. But this, that's going to become a theme. I think it's going to be, we're going to have to have a copy yeah, of the highway code, I think. It says, like, in certain situations, parking, you should put your side lights on. Yeah, I agree. But you get people, I mean, we'll come back onto fog lights. Oh, side lights and fog lights, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, but, but, people, mm. side lights when it's pouring with rain on the motorway, fuck off. Side, <laughs> just, you, the, that's the point, is you should never have them on for driving. That's not what they're for. You should either have your headlights on. Yeah, yeah. Or apart from, okay, driving the street area. Yeah. I, think my, I think my auto headlights, because I'm really posh now, I think my auto headlights, I've never known them go to side lights. No, they don't, they can't. That's that's the point because they shouldn't for a start. Right, that isn't a feature they have. Right, that makes sense. I mean, I won't name the person I was in the car with, but I remember it was getting dark, and of course he turned his lights from auto to off. Yeah, yeah. So of course they DRLs for on. safety. Now the yeah. DRLs are actually quite bright, yeah. but they're too bright for night. I'll give them that. Yeah. So anyway, we're driving along, and it's like, oh, it's getting quite dark. Better put my side lights on. And I thought, yeah. well, fucking headlights. <laughs> But worse, we'd then gone to side lights. So what it actually done? Okay, the lights come on at the back, but it dimmed the DRLs by turning to side lights. But he turned his conscious on. That's the. It's it's conscious. But I know. It's bollocks! You can't see the car. Yeah, I I I, it, I thought you'd gone to a dark place then. No, no pun intended. I thought you'd gone mad. Well, it'd then. be dark if we've only got side lights. I on. thought you'd gone mad, but I see. I see your point now. But I don't know. I think in, in dusky situations, just as it's going to, I think it's a very very narrow window in which side lights are useful. In but having said that, why wouldn't you put your headlights on? Having said that, there's one, and it's a niche one, and I'm not trying to hinge a whole argument on this. But fog, because sometimes in fog, you're right. You, you might want to dip to go side lights and fog lights yeah. because then you get just the light right at the base. But that's that has never happened to me, and I've yeah. driven in fog plenty of times. Have you not? Have you never had the doom, the feedback doom from oh, fog? Oh yeah, yeah, I have. But you go, oh, I'll try the side lights and fog lights. 
not really any better because yeah. it's just insane fog everywhere. Yeah. So uh, yes, okay, but the people who drive around no, with their yeah. side lights on and yeah. the people especially who drive around with their side lights and fog lights I was, on I'm, do I'm, not know that. Yeah. And when it is foggy, all their lights will be off. Yeah, I'm, I'm steering clear of going in on fog lights because I'm conscious that it's something that we both agree on and we could probably have an whole episode on it. If, uh, it, if once well, we get to ten thousand, if we get ten thousand viewers on this, viewers, followers, yeah. subscribers, watchers, twitters, uh, acolytes, yeah, yeah, them. If we get that many of them, then I'll we'll do a fog light special. Yeah. Okay. So I think for now we should just say if it's not foggy, turn the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, and get in the sea. Put you yeah. Th- yeah, throw yourself off a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think we should allow them to turn them off. First. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah, seems fine, a bit. Fine. Sorry. It went dark, didn't it? Then? Yeah. I mean. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right. What's next on the list? Quick, quick, quick. quick. Um, so the final thing we thought we'd, we'd, we'd do something more positive. What's your favourite car film moment? doesn't have to be a film about cars or driving. A moment in a film Ooh. that features a car. Yeah. Now, I've got a obscure one. Yeah. But it's a good one. So have you got more than one or have you just got one? I think I've got, I've noted one down, but I reckon I could come up with some others. I've, I've got one, likewise, I've got one that came straight into my head and then I've got another one that's creeping in there. I think it's because of nostalgia. The one that comes straight into my head, and you'll probably laugh at this, is Tokyo Drift, which is that factual reenactment of whatever it was, early 2000s, Japan. Yeah. Completely culturally correct, politically correct, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's how cars work, how physics works, everything. Um, <laughs> the physics was my favourite part. Yes, physics. Um, the final scene in the multi-storey car park where it's some Japanese techno music, and they, in the background you can hear sort of like, Spanish Cuban sort of music starting in the background and you're like you, 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 the hairs go up on your neck and you're like oh my god what's happening here and it gets louder and louder and louder and they walk up to a, a, a V8 and I'm going to say Charger because I think it's a Charger but I'll be corrected I'm sure and then you just see this bicep and a forearm <laughs> and he's back he's I think back it's something else here he's that you back. might be into he's, he's back and he's what Vin Diesel yeah yeah well, I don't know he's, he's cool in that but I quite like Vin Diesel yeah. actually but I don't know him it's but... that moment and then he go, they go like I was no I won't say what what they're about to say, but, but they lean in the window and go excuse me Mr Vin Diesel there's there's a man here and he would, he would like a race I think that's how it goes I think that's what they say to him and he goes or something like that yeah like that and then they have a race as the final scene and then the, the the spanish music goes goes nuts and it's like oh my god he's back yeah yeah fair enough sorry i got oh. do, do you know what i don't think i've watched tokyo drift all the way through. get out yeah but i mean out no because we were saying earlier that like fast and furious films mm. i've seen how many are there like twelve thousand. Um, yeah there's, there's eight or so isn't there ah uh, yeah pass yeah I think I've probably seen say five or six of them. Yeah. And like I enjoy them as silly films, but a lot mm. of people, car people, are like treat them as though they're like. Uh, and you go no, but they. But if you knew anything about cars, you'd be like, come on, it's very silly. But it's fun. I mean, if some you, of them have got the rock in it, so that's all you need to know. Did you ever watch any at the cinema? Go, Don't know. All I was going to say was the car park leaving a cinema after a Fast and Furious oh, movie. Yeah, that's good Holy point. shit! It's yeah. the scariest place on earth. Like I have never seen so many cars get air over speed bumps <laughs> and. This oh, it's the the standard of driving falls through the floor after that. It's like when you go see James Bond, and then after James Bond, yeah, like, so those are people assassinating each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, people getting stabbed and stuff. No, I mean like when you after a James Bond film, this is where I probably reveal that I'm a bit mad. Here. Do you not like you, you sort of like you're looking out for danger and you're imagining that you're James Bond? If uh, I gone, if I gone, maybe I always sh- do that to a degree. I don't yeah, know. always aware. Anyway, tangential point there. Yeah. 
So, um, sorry, yours. What, what was your favourite point? So, I don't think you're going to have seen this, and I actually can't remember. It's one of two films. I can't remember which one it's I'm from the north. We only get one channel, so. Yeah, well, I mean, so it's a Jackie Chan film. It's either Who Am I or Jackie Chan's First Strike. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's got a face like, what? what, what? <laughs> so, there's a, I think it's a, an Evo 3. Oh, nice. And cool. it's... I can't remember. It just like rags it around the streets, hits some jumps and stuff. It's just sick, and yeah. I, and it's just such a cool car because I sort of, I think I watched it probably turn of the century, like when I was what nineteen hundred or no two thousand. Okay, because you're old. Because well, you are old. Yeah, that's true. But I'm not one hundred and twenty. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> original Evo three in nineteen hundred. Anyway, yeah. I think it was the time that I was pretty into rally cars and that, yeah. and it was almost like. Because it would have been like Evo 6 or something at that point. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow, it's an Evo 3. And you never see cars like that in films. They're always supercars yeah, or, yeah. you know, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Or, or or like muscle cars and things. So mm. I was like, yeah, that's my kind of car. And it's sick. And I, I should go away and find out which film it's in so you can find out. But it's either, yeah, who am I? I don't think I need to see it now. I think that's... Oh, you, you, that's absolutely brilliant. But no, you, you, you accurately portrayed that so vividly that I was transported to whatever But you it. haven't seen the bit where he gets on a little bollard and goes, who am I? <laughs> So, so not the Goonies. No, I'm pretty sure it was Jackie Chan. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't remember an Evo out. in the Goonies, but anyway, could have been. Again, I haven't seen the Goonies or not. I think there's a big boat, and definitely not an Evo. Um, anyway, there's another one, Fast and Furious again, Fast and Furious, oh, Fast and Furious well, one. There's a theme the here, isn't car. there? What about that bit with the like 300 mile runway? Is that one of your favourites? And oh, that like 300 mile an hour Alpha that can keep up with the plane taking off. Yeah, it was it an Alpha that they did that. Was it an eight? I think well, it was like hundreds of cars chasing, but I'm sure oh. the one I saw was like the takeoff speed of this plane is technically this, and the Alpha's top speed is this, so it wouldn't have a chance. Oh. Oh, well, uh, yeah, no, mine's not that. Mine is the bit where they... Dom has been betrayed by Paul Walker. I can't remember his character. Dom... Gary. Gary. Dom has been betrayed by Gary. <laughs> and <laughs> they arrive... Oh, it's not Gary. Yeah, Dom and Gary. There's something about a tuna fish butty as well at some point. He goes, oh, no one likes the tuna. And then they have a race. But the... So Dom's been, Dom's been betrayed by Gary... And he's in his Supra with the with the the decal on the side of it, and he's in his Charger, and he floors the Charger, and it does a wheelie, pops a wheelie, and the absolutely <laughs> like in James it. Bond where the axles pivot in that lorry does a wheelie. Yeah, it? it's but it's it, yeah, and this is scientifically and factually correct. Yeah, it does a wheelie, and the Supra is like they're going blah, 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 and V eight noises, and yeah, it's amazing. And then they get to a railway line, and 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 everything slows down. Gary goes into warp speed and oh, yeah, slows yeah. down, and they're like no, and then Dom gets clipped by the train and does flips and shit. Yeah, I know, because you're like, oh no, yeah. oh no, he's dead. And then you're like, oh no, he's not. If that train had touched any car from the 60s, there'd just be dust. That is, it's yeah. just, it's, it would just be dust. There'd be nothing left of it whatsoever. Absolutely nothing. Probably the axles because they're made of pig iron. That's yeah. about it. Um, but no, anyway, coming back to that, I liked the bit where it does a wheelie and the, the, the Supra chases after it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Have we, have we talked too much now? No, well, I think we should wrap it up on the theme, which is least favourite car. So I was just looking in the car park. Oh, I like this game. This is a good game. What's what's the worst car in the car park? I've, I've stepped away, if you can't hear me, I apologise. There's oh. a pretty ugly Kia over there. I don't know what it is. I'll, Sportage? I'll, Sport, Sportage. Kia, yes, a Kia, Kia Sportage. Is it, the, is it the, the, the fast one? Is there a fast one? I don't know. I'm, just, I'm trying to it engage. It does look fast. It looks like a tumor on wheels. I'm trying to engage the audience that we've lost that owns that, that own SUVs. So what can I see out there? Uh, it doesn't have to be an SUV. 
Does that Citroen with some plastic down the side? Is that an SUV? No, that's the, the Chris Meeks rally car. That one. That ah, okay. That's the one oh, I didn't know he worked it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, uh, I'd probably go for that Kia Kia Sport Sorento Sportage, whatever it is. Uh, a, I think that's the same. Yeah, car. yeah. We both whatever hate. it is, it's awful. But there's yeah. two of them. Well, we so ended breeding. We we ended that in a complete mess, which I think is nice because I actually thought that went really well. Yeah, for I most think part. it went well. And then yeah. and then we both absolutely mullered the car names in the car park outside, which I think is a nice summary of how this is probably going to go in future. There'll probably be something worth listening to. The rest of it is going to be us having a nervous breakdown. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Good. Right. Well, on that note then, anything else? Um, Sorry if we've insulted any of your cars. Yeah, sorry. The thing is, I'm not. If yeah. you've got any of the cars we've said are shit, they're shit. Yeah. And that's it. Good. On that note, see you next time. Bye. Bye.